Welcome to Prairie Craft Almanac, a podcast exploring craft, nature, sustainability, and simple creative living. I'm your host, Leanne, and today's episode is a bit of a chat about the Quilt Guild, inspiring artists, and embracing simplicity. So stay tuned. So I just realized that um, I need to start this podcast today if I'm going to get it out in time um, in order to stick to my schedule. I'm kind of all over the place, but this is only episode six, of course, of the revised podcast. So I feel like it might be some time anyway before I find my rhythm with the show, and that's okay. Also, real quick, I want to mention that you can listen to this podcast not only on the platform I use, Spreaker, but also on my blog at mothandrustdiy.com. It is currently on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Podcast Addict, Deezer, and SoundCloud, and maybe some other platforms. I'm expecting iTunes to get back with me anytime now, um, and then you should be able to listen to it there as well. So I did something fun last week. I went to the Prairie Quilt Guild meeting. Now, I'm not a member of the guild, but a friend of mine is, and she was giving a presentation at that meeting. So she invited me, and I am so glad she did. It's been a while since I've just done something like that, like gone to a meeting. I haven't been very involved in the community lately, and it was really nice to get out to that. First of all, her presentation was really great. Um, I had actually never seen this technique at all. Um, it was new to me, and I really hope I can implement it soon, or at least the next time I work on a quilt, because it was a really cool way of piecing uh, things together. I also did film her presentation, so if that turned out decent, I'm going to hopefully make a video and share that soon. The other presenters at that meeting were really amazing too. I learned about quilting tools and batting and saw some really beautiful work from the other guild members. They also do a lot of charity work and that was kind of neat to learn about because there are times when I'd like to know how I can help um, but I'm never really sure where to start so it's really cool that they talk about that and help the community get involved with that. So it was really great and to top it all off they do a drawing, or actually they do several drawings for prizes, and I won a gift certificate to Beehive Quilt Shop in Wellington, Kansas, which is a little bit of a distance for me, but I hope to go there soon. You can follow the Guild and Beehive Quilt Shop on Facebook, and I will link up to those in the show notes. <laughs> I was really optimistic about getting some things done this year, namely making more videos and more videos about garment sewing. I still plan on doing that, don't get me wrong. However, I also realized once more why it's not always a good idea to be so vocal about your intentions, depending on the situation. Because right now I'm really behind on some things and not getting things done and I feel kind of silly and like maybe I've let some people down. But from now on I'm going to try to refrain from making big proclamations like that. Wait, did I uh, literally just do what I said I wasn't going to do? <sighs> it's okay, tomorrow's another day. So hopefully new sewing video soon. And now for some thoughts about unabashedly embracing simplicity. Have you heard comments like this? Hand stitching takes forever. I really enjoy it, even though it's kind of dumb. 
I shouldn't be so proud of baking this, but I am. I know I could have bought this at the store, but I felt like making it myself for some reason. These are statements I've actually heard, some paraphrased, from people who clearly enjoy doing these simple things, and they are saying as much, but there's just the slightest touch of shame, I don't know, possibly. Maybe they want to convey a sense of modesty, but I hear this type of thing so much, and I don't know if that's always the case. I could be wrong. But too often, I will see comments like this, and I'm sure you do too, seemingly harmless on the surface, but with just a touch of embarrassment lurking beneath. Why do we feel the need to apologize for these kinds of accomplishments? Why do we downplay our enjoyment of things that might be called simple? Technology can be a huge blessing and a great means, but just because we can have technology or machines do things for us, that doesn't mean we must. And FYI, this isn't an anti-technology or anti-establishment rant, but there is nothing foolish about doing something by hand, even if you have the option to do otherwise. On the contrary, one could find lots of justification for doing just that. I could talk about the real benefits to our health, the environment, our economy, because there are many, but I'm not talking about that today. Though incidentally, I love a quote by Michael Pollan, the author of In Defense of Food. It says something like, in most cases, the best ethical and environmental choices also happen to be the best choices for our health. Again, I may be paraphrasing, but it's something like that. But today, I just want to stand up for working with one's hands just for the mere enjoyment of it. Tasks that might be called repetitive or monotonous might actually be meditative. Doing something more slowly can also mean doing it more intentionally and creating something yourself instead of relying on a factory for said object might be called self-sufficiency in which there is so much satisfaction. Wendell Berry, uh, one of my favorite authors, talks extensively about this among many, many other topics and I will likely do a show uh, about him one day, but that's just a side note. So I hope you won't apologize for embracing simplicity. I'm sure I've done it myself before, but be proud to work with your hands and use the resources you have to create something from scratch slowly and mindfully. Let others know that it's not only okay, but something we can and should readily welcome. Alright, so now I wanted to share several talented people with you. The first is Marissa Renee. She is an exquisitely talented portrait artist. She's also an amazing musician. Um, in fact, I just learned about her work the other day when she and her whole family who traveled the country sang and played their beautiful music at my church. Marissa is 20 years old, but you would think she had many more years experience if you look at her artwork. She does incredibly realistic work in watercolor and pastel and charcoal and pencil. She does commissioned work for a pretty reasonable price and she has a really helpful section too on her website about how you can submit your photos for custom work. It's very easy to contact her and even if you're not in the market for purchasing art right now, I would encourage you to follow her on Instagram because I know I'm looking forward to watching her journey. She's already so talented and as always I will link to her in the show notes. My second artist. If you enjoy paintings of wild and peaceful skies, be sure to check out the art of Catherine Freshly. 
Her paintings are wild and peaceful indeed. Her paintings of wide open skies are really, I promise I'm not trying to be punny here, but they are a breath of fresh air. She is in Kansas right now, but I believe she is going to move to Portland soon, which is fine, I guess. But anyway, I always love seeing her work pop up on my feed, and you might like her too. This last artist is someone I've honestly loved lurking on <laughs> on Instagram, and she is Gina Alejandra Pollock, originally from Colombia, now residing in Arizona, and she paints wildly inspired creations. She, like myself, is clearly a lover of color, and a lot of her work is done on reclaimed or upcycled handbags or earrings which of course I love. She creates these really playful mixed media pieces and collages too. And she is just one of those people who I've never met but somehow feel a real connection to simply through seeing her work and reading her posts. I hope you'll visit her as well on Instagram or perhaps in real life if you are in the area and catch one of her art shows. I will again link up to her in the show notes but her handle on Instagram is at love gives art thank you so much for spending some time with me today on prairie craft almanac if you enjoyed the show be sure to follow me as i hope to do one of these each week and if you really enjoyed it consider leaving a review on itunes or wherever you listen get in touch with me on twitter or instagram at moth underscore and underscore rust or find me on facebook at moth and rust handmade you can also visit my blog mothandrustdiy.com to find free tutorials patterns and a lot more and find me on youtube or linkedin and we will get connected all these links will be in the show notes again thank you for listening Thank you very much to Jay Someday for letting me use their music in this podcast. Please go check them out at soundcloud.com slash jsomedy. That's J-A-Y-S-O-M-E-D-A-Y.